I'm Emma. I'm Evie. And I'm Adam. With all the excitement building for season 35, the Tar Pit crew would like to bring you a series of exclusive interviews to meet some of the teams before the season premiere on September 27th. Here's our interview with Joel and Garrett, military friends from Idaho. All right, so my name is Garrett Smith, and I'm married with five kids, which is a lot of kids I know, but we love it. My name is Joel Strasser. Um, I'm also married and have four kids. And Garrett and I, that sounds weird. I, ooh, uh, oh, it's weird. Yeah, so we probably should point out, um, we actually call each other by our last names because we're, um, we, we met in the military. So we've always just called each other by last names. And so I always call him Strasser. It feels weird to say Joel. And so as we're talking, I'll most likely say Strasser just out of habit. It was the same way on the show. We constantly were calling each other by our last names. Um, and so that it'll be the same way once the show airs, but just and, to let you guys know. And when I that's call so him by his last name, I mispronounce it on purpose. I call him Smythe because that's his nickname, even though his last name is technically pronounced Smith, I've heard. I don't ever <laughs> say that. I say Smythe. And so, and oh, and I, I guess I should also say I'm a UPS driver. That's what I do for a living. On the show, I think I said package delivery driver um, as opposed to saying UPS driver, but. And so Joel here, I, uh, I work for State Farm. I train new employees on how to do insurance claims. Uh, I've worked for State Farm for quite a while. And uh, I haven't met Jake from State Farm yet, but I'm, that's my, <laughs> I think I'm going to meet him. That's my goal. <laughs> um, it's Evie. How did you guys get hooked on the show? That's actually um, a funny story because when, so when we, were, we met in the military and then after we had been in the military for, what was it, maybe two years? Mm-hmm. Um, our, our unit was getting deployed to go to Iraq. And so um, we were getting geared up and, and we, we were good friends. And so, you know, we were excited to have each other to share that time with and that, that difficult experience with, you know, to have somebody by your side. Um, and while we were in Texas training to go, I had hurt my shoulder and we weren't able to rehab it. So they sent me home. And so I, I ended up getting sent home during training and Strasser ended up going to Iraq um, without me. Jerk. <laughs> So that that was a that was an eighteen month deployment. The whole thing. I was only with Smythe for about the first three four months of it, and um, so while I was in Iraq, the Amazing Race came on the Armed Forces Network. I had heard of the the show before, but I'd never seen it. And this was in uh, two thousand five, and so I the first season I ever watched was the family season, which doesn't it's not the most popular season. In fact, it might be the least popular season, but. I loved it. I saw that show and I was like, this is such a cool show. And then I think season nine was the other one I watched during the deployment, which was back to the regular format. And I was like, this is the coolest show. I could do this. Like we could do this. And I was, and the seed was planted all the way back in 2005. And I said to the other guys in the platoon, I'm going to be on that show someday. And when I made it on the show, one of the other guys from the platoon, the first message he sent to me and Smythe was, you said you were going to be on that show someday and you did it. It's only been 20 years, but you did it. <laughs> and it's kind of funny because when I got sent home, um, my wife and I actually started watching the show. We kind of got hooked on it. And even to this day, we love to sit with our family and watch it as a family. My, our kids love it and everything. And and so unbeknownst to me, Strasser was trying to recruit somebody on that deployment to run the race with him. And I'm back at home thinking, man, this would be an awesome show to, or awesome race to do. And, and, you know, I speak Spanish and Strasser speaks French. And, and so my thought was, oh man, for Strasser and I to do this together, that would be epic because, you know, we can get by in a lot of countries with, with those languages. 
And so w- when he got home, you know, he was talking about the amazing race and, and I was like, Oh, I love that show. We should do that together. And I explained to him, you know, we both speak second languages, you know, we, we, I think we'd be really good on that show. And at the time, you know, it was a dream, but we never really put it into actually trying to get on. And then Strasser ended up moving all over the country with his job. And, and about a year and a half ago, he moved back to this area where I live back, back where he was from. And, um, we got to talking again and I was like, now's our chance. We should apply. And, and we applied. And the funny thing is we were sitting in the same room we're sitting in now. We were in Smythe's living room <laughs> and we were talking about a year ago. No, it was less than a year ago. Yeah. It was like last December or January. Yeah. We were sitting in this room and we were talking about, we should do it. We should actually apply. And I am someone who always says we should do things and then maybe follows through. But like a couple of days later, Smythe was like, all right, when are we filming our, our video? When are we going to make our audition? I'm like, oh, we're doing this. Okay, <laughs> let's do it. And he came over to my house and we made an audition video. Like this was January yeah. of this year. And so um, we turned in the video, which, oh, by the way, we're releasing that video. If you care, we're releasing that video on our YouTube channel um, this weekend. Um, but uh, we turned in our application video. I had applied for Survivor twice before. And I had never heard back. I did not expect to hear back from the amazing race either. And about a month passed from when we turned in our, our video and I'm at work one day and my phone just starts blowing up from Smythe. He's texting me, he's calling me (laughs) and I'm in the middle of teaching a class. So I can't like look at my phone. And finally I like told my, one of the other trainers, like I got to step away for a minute. Something's going on. And I look at my phone and Smythe's like, did you see that message? Did you see that message? We just got a message from the Amazing Race. They want to talk to us. And I was like, what? <laughs> that was so cool just to hear back. Like, I was so shocked that they wanted to talk to us. And then, of course, months and months and months of the uh, the casting process, yeah. later, we, we made it on the show somehow. Wow. So since you've been fans for a while, who are some of your favorite past teams? I, I've always liked the Afghanimals. I know a lot of people say the Afghanimals. I, I just like that they like to have fun as they're doing the race. And that was kind of my mentality with Strasser and I. We love to have fun. We love to screw around. We love to give each other a hard time, poke fun at each other, mess with each other. And so they, I, they kind of always were just fun to watch with, you know, running through the streets yelling, uh, let me through, my wife's pregnant, you know, just, <laughs> just messing around like that. And, <laughs> and I also, I also really like the twenties. I don't know if you remember the twenties, um, but the, they're another one of my, my favorite teams. And I don't know why, cause I mean, they also had a lot of fun, but they did go at each other's throats, you know, every once in a while, but anytime they fought, they pretty much cleared things up quickly and moved back on with things. And so that, that's kind of like an inspiration to me. You know, if you ever get, get in a fight, especially on the race, you got to be able to figure it out, clean it up and move on. And for me, Joel, I think the, um, the team that I like the most overall is Jet and Cord, the Cowboys. And I know that's a popular answer, but it's because they were really cool. Uh, I liked the way they raced. I liked their personalities. They were very unique. Um, we had never seen a team like that before. And we haven't really seen a team like that since either. Uh, I'm glad they got to go back on the show multiple times. Like when they kept going back on the show, it kept bringing me back to the show. Like they, they're responsible for me, like staying hooked and really into the show. Um, And then earlier on, I would say Oswald and Danny were a team that I really liked because 
They were so laid back. They were always happy. They rarely got stressed and angry at each other. And they just had fun the whole time. And they they had a lot of success just having fun. And I, I really appreciated that. Um, that sounds really fun. We loved the Cowboys, too. Um, this is Evie. Are there any places in the world that you haven't been able to go to yet that you really want to? Well, for me, this is Garrett. For me, I have not traveled a lot. I, I spent some time in Venezuela um, years and years ago. And then besides that, I've been on some cruises where I've hit some, you know, some countries throughout like Central America. Um, I've My wife and I went on, went on a trip to uh, Mexico for an anniversary. Besides that, I really haven't traveled um, worldly much. And, and so for me, you know, looking forward to the race, I was just thinking if we can go anywhere in Europe or Asia or, you know, go to Australia, I, I would love to visit any of those places because, you know, I've seen pictures and, and watched videos of these places, but man, there's just some beautiful places throughout the world that I've never had the chance to see. And so I was excited for anything. I would, my, my fingers were crossed that we didn't spend a bunch of time in South America, but besides that, I wanted to go anywhere. And for me, Joel, um, prior to the race, I had spent time in France and in Belgium. Um, I had dabbled in Luxembourg and I'd been to Iraq, obviously Kuwait. Um, where else? Uh, the Italy. Bahamas. Oh, Italy. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, a, last year about this time last year i went to italy to break a world record on their on one of their tv shows what? i got to mess around in rome for about a week that was really wait, cool. wait, wait, wait wait you gotta dive into that what, what was that about <laughs> oh i've uh i've broken a ton of world records before um with my beard I, I, I don't know if you guys have the guinness book of world records one of the last four years but you can find strasser in that book multiple times no way i, I think you have it, one right emma yeah, I yeah, have like the you should, you should go look it up. But yeah, I've been in the 2020 through 2024 editions of the Guinness World No Record. way. I we know that guy. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. But I just, I found out that I'm really good at sticking stuff in my beard and holding things in my beard. So I, <laughs> if there's a record for holding the most of things in, in a beard, I hold almost all of those records. And, uh, but uh, yeah, I got to do that in Italy last year. That was super cool. Um, but, uh, the Bahamas, did I say? I don't know. I've been to a few places, but I haven't traveled a ton. And so to answer the question you asked a long time ago, um, a place in the world that I'd like to go, I want to see the any parts of Europe I haven't seen. I don't know why, but I just really am drawn to Europe. And um, Scandinavia, I've always wanted to go to Finland. I don't know why. I can't say there's one thing in Finland I want to see, but I've always felt this draw to go to Finland in the summertime, not the winter, and uh, and check it out. So that's, that's on my bucket list. Nice, nice. One of uh, the other areas that keep popping up um, is uh, New Zealand and Australia. That keeps popping up when we've asked the teams too. So yeah. it's funny that every every interview that we ask that, somebody on the teams mentions that, that part of the world. So that's funny. But we've uh, been listening, so we didn't want to say the same thing all the other teams. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nice. I I feel, I don't know. I mean, this is cool because out of everything, I think the world record uh, bit was the most, one of the most interesting things to pop up right now. That was yeah. cool. You have that book, don't you, Emma? Yeah. 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 We'll have, have to look, look back later. at it. That's yeah, cool. Look. That's very cool. All right. So... 
Um, if you could do the All Stars show, if you were asked back for an All Star show, would you do that? Hmm. Let me think. Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> no. No hesitation. Oh yeah. Whatsoever. We, we would. We would love to go back and race some more. It's. It was such a fun, fun experience. But you know what's funny is it gets so stressful that at times you're like, oh, do I really want to be here? (laughs) But, but again, you know, after being home, it's like, you kind of like, you crave it. You just just want to go back. (laughs) The, uh, the experience really is, uh, it's so hard to describe because I thought I knew what to expect from having watched the show, but it wasn't what I expected. It was, it was different in, in different ways. And it was, Gosh, it was it was stressful, different than I thought it would be. It was hard, different than I thought it would be. It was much more mental than physical, I thought, um, and it was it was was tough. And so, doing the race takes a lot out of you, and um, but all of that fades away as soon as it's done, and you just want to do it again. <laughs> like I, I would do every season if they would have me. <laughs> <laughs> So what kinds of talents or skills do you have that, that you think helped you in the race? I, I felt like a big thing for us, or, or at least for me, um, was navigation. Like I, as a UPS driver, you know, I, I'm constantly, I'm a, considered a professional driver. So I'm constantly driving, right. but I'm also having to navigate from place to place. And so, you know, read, when it comes to reading maps and, and, you know, knowing your directions and all that, I felt pretty comfortable with that kind of stuff. And And so I feel like, that was a big thing that I, that I could bring to the table is, is the navigation side of things. Um, and as far as uh, one other thing that Garrett's Garrett weird, one of the thing that's, <laughs> I see his name on the screen. So I keep saying it and that's strange to me. <laughs> it feels weird coming out of my mouth, but one, th- one other thing that Smythe's really good at is he, he doesn't get bogged down when something seems complicated. He knows how to go about it kind of in a, in the right step-by-step manner. And so if I see a challenge that's that's very detailed and very nuanced, it might overwhelm me. But then he knows how to just say, okay, we're going to do this, and then we're going to do this, and then we're going to do this. And his mind is able to wrap around all that different stuff and just kind of prioritize it and put it in order. And that was super helpful for us. Um, but another skill, I think that... Both I, I might us- shed a tear. I think that's the first time he's ever said anything nice about me. <laughs> we usually just complain about each other. Actually, can you cut that part out? <laughs> <laughs> take that away. I changed my mind. <laughs> One other thing um, that we're both really good at, I think, is knowing how to stay positive and knowing how to avoid negativity. Um, I think both of us have learned just through different life experiences that negativity just makes everything worse. Whining makes everything worse. Saying I can't um, will, will just ruin you. Like you, the, All of that stuff is just going to it's it's going to hurt big time if you if you allow it to happen and we knew that going in so we made it a point um from the get-go that we're going to be happy we're going to be positive we're not going to allow negativity to attack us or or take over and i think i don't know if you can call that a skill but that's a i think it's a skill um that that served us well another another thing with us us as a team is strasser is very much a go-getter and so if there's something that needs to be done, he's just ready. Let's go do it. You know, I'm more of an overthinker. And so I think through the whole process before I'm willing to step in and start doing it. 
And so it kind of helped us both because Strasser would pull me along and say, okay, you can think about it, but we got to start doing it as we're thinking about it. And I would say, okay, we can do it, but we also have to think about it as we're doing it. So I, I feel like we worked really well together because of that balance. Um, it's Evie. Will you guys come back to talk more about season 35 after your last episode airs? You can't keep me away. Yeah, we would love to. We love <laughs> talking about it. And and I, I think I heard, I don't know if it was Greg and John that we were listening to um, earlier, but I somebody was recently said, we love talking about this. It's just that we can't. And so as soon as we can say more, we would yeah. love to come back and talk more. I keep having to stop myself from being more specific with my language. <laughs> yeah. I can't wait to be able to talk to you again where I can be specific and we can actually like yeah. dive into and, and dissect some things. Nice. Thank you. Well, how can fans keep up with you now? Do you guys have any social media or any big projects that you're working on that you want people to know about? Uh, we both have Instagram separately. We each have our own Instagram account, but then we have a joint one as well. Um, yeah, yeah. We, so we we have a team Instagram page, and it's just Joel and Garrett, J O E L A N D G A R R E T T. Um, and from there, we we've linked our personal accounts in there, so you can get to our personal accounts from there too. And then we're also um, talking about this YouTube channel, you know we're going to be putting some stuff out on there, like how we prepped uh, for the amazing race and, and different stuff like that. And so we're kind of excited to start putting some stuff out about our experience. Yeah. Oh, watch, nice. watch the YouTube channel. It's Joel Nert, J O E L N E R T. We'll have some nice um, race related content forthcoming. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah. Yeah. When you guys come back after your last episode airs, talk about it, talk about what you got going on there and what you plan on doing with it. That'd be great. Awesome. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, thank you guys for joining us. Thank we don't you. want to take too much of your time, but we thank really appreciate you. it. Um, yeah. And we hope to talk to you again uh, as the season goes on. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah, guys. Awesome. Thank nice you. to meet you guys, and we appreciate what you're doing. This is awesome. Yeah, you guys are great. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Have a good weekend. Too. Out of all of our interviews, Joel's experience with the Guinness Book of World Records is by far our biggest plot twist. What the listeners should know is that Emma made a beeline to our bookshelf to look for her Guinness Book of World Records to find Joel's picture. We hope you enjoyed the interview. Bye. Bye.